If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. This is The Change Physician, episode 230. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I am Melissa Katie, the Challenge Doctor, with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Kakaro. For our episode today, it's actually a deep dive on a previous episode, which was with uh, Dr. Corey Fawcett, who talked about loving your timeshare. And I just, I thought it was an awesome one to talk about because I've really never, like, strongly considered it, but there's so much negativity that sometimes uh, pervades the online spaces about timeshares. Um, and uh, I think it was uh, worthwhile doing a dive on this because I think bringing a little attention to this episode is important because as he said, uh, physicians are probably a perfect candidate for considering timeshares. And he wanted to put a lot of these, um, what he thought were very wrong comments out there and set them straight. So any thoughts you have on that, Kevin? Oh, so many thoughts. It's so many thoughts. You never so have thoughts. a lack of thoughts. I never, rarely do I have a lack of thoughts, but um, <laughs> this one, I, because I, I was excited about this because we've, we've had Corey on previous episodes and he mentioned he was writing this book and, and, it, and the things that stand out is it was so um, not contrarian to the standard discussion on timeshares that I always find that in contrarian thinking I find is very intriguing um, as long as the thinker can express why rather than just being a contrarian. There's some people who are just contrarian and they just seem like asses to be honest. Like they're just yeah. wanting to disagree because they want to just disagree. Oh, it's actually not, you know, it's not yeah. really up. It's actually down. Um, <laughs> but he had some good reasoning. So I was really excited about this book and I bought it and I wanted to have this discussion. And and, and the biggest reason is um, I think most of us have done those timeshare presentations at some point in our life, right? Like if you've ever taken a vacation at a resort, they almost always are going to offer you a timeshare presentation for something. Mm -hmm. The first one I ever did was with my wife, who wasn't my wife at the time in Mexico. Um, and we bought something that I'm not sure exactly what it was, but we bought something that went from, I don't know, some ridiculous amount to a much, 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 much less ridiculous amount. Although it was still kind of expensive for two medical students, we probably shouldn't have bought it. Mm -hmm. um, and it was pretty, that was kind of dumb, right? But that was our first experience. And then when we got married at the resort that we were at, um, you know, we were medical students at the time, no money. And like, we'll give you a hundred dollar credit to the restaurant if, or I don't know, whatever it was. If you go do this timeshare thing and we go to the timeshare thing and then we were thinking and thinking and thinking, but it was expensive. And we'd had this other previous experience and we're like, well, we're not going to do it. So we didn't. And then um, uh, I'll never forget because the guy's like, oh, you're medical students, you probably have no money. So just tell it, say you don't have any money and that way we don't get punished for having actually brought you in here. And I was like, okay, fine. We don't have any money. And then... Um, the third time, oh gosh, <laughs> the We've third been to a lot time, of resorts. <laughs> yeah, we went to Hawaii and we had two young kids, right? And we were actually just finishing. We were that was just before when we just moved to 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 Oregon from San Diego. So we we actually had funds available and we could do things. And we went there and we went and did the timeshare program 
presentation there. And I can't remember exactly what, why we did it, but we did it. And at that one, they're like, blah, blah, blah. And if you do this, it was with Hilton. I'll never forget. And this, and this is what you can do. And it sounded so exciting that we actually signed on that one. Wow. Yes. And um, the guy was very happy and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, this will be kind of cool. Da, 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 da. And then we got the cold feet and the rationalization came in. And then there's there because of the of the way that these timeshares have gone on, there's a lot of legislation around them. And in Hawaii, the legislation is basically you have seven days from the time you sign to say, no, I won't do this. Mm-hmm. So we thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. And finally, I was like, no, we're not going to do it. And so we didn't. And we said, we, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that was the last of it. I was like, I, this is kind of dumb because um, I had all those negative things that, t- that Corey talked about. Well, or that people say you don't do this and it's expensive and blah, blah, blah. And so um, those are my experiences with timeshare other than we have a relative that has one and they went into it for specific reasons and they knew they wanted to go to a certain place at a certain time and whatever. And they've taken us and we've always had a really great time. But but I loved, so, and I guess so overall, if you want to just like think basically on this timeshare stuff, you know, if you know you want to return to the same place all the time, you know, that's what they'll typically say. And then you do it and you buy it and then you become the whatever at that thing. Uh, but for us, when we knew we wanted to travel around, that never worked. That kind of, and, and that was the reasons we never, ever were like, okay, we're never going to buy a timeshare. We're never going to do this because we, you don't know if you want to go to the same location. We know people that then some people don't want to return to the same location all the time. And then they get upset and then you have the, your maintenance fees and all that jazz. But when Corey's like, yeah, we bought a timeshare and we've never stayed there. I was like, what the hell does that mean? And, yeah. and being able, and, and this is, this is, okay. So there's the episode on the timeshare, which I thought is just great, which I, we'll talk about more. And the other part is, is I love how Corey thinks mm-hmm. he, in the few times that we've had interviews with him, he is such a positive individual. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, and I see this because this is not how my brain works. I have much more of a negative focus brain. His brain is always like, well, how do I do this? Or how can I make this work for me? He talked about that when we were in our first episode, when we talked about his, you know, how he did for retirement, he was buying these properties, no money down. Well, Mm -hmm. that was a thing that had been sold in infomercials. And most people would, oh, that's a scam. Well, instead of doing that, he took the same information as like, well, how am I going to apply this? I'm going to do it. And he did it. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I just love that. That was like the, so he's like, I have this timeshare. Well, and then he, you know, he must've had a good presentation because they tied him in about how you can trade weeks. I don't remember anybody talking about that. And then he just runs with this idea of, okay, you have this timeshare. How do you optimize it? Well, the way you optimize it is you put it into this trading system and then get all the stuff and then be flexible enough on your vacations to optimize your points that you have. And I was like, this is freaking brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. um, and and it makes me think, well, maybe someday we'll buy a timeshare mm-hmm. simply because of the way to apply these strategies. You know, um, I don't know what, so what were your takeaways that you had? Oh, I'm, I'm totally going to be looking around and, and it may not be, you know, this year or, or next year, but maybe, you know, really look into it later in the year next year, um, is this, this idea of actually he said it specifically, he said, you just become part of the club. You're like all these timeshare people have learned that you don't state your timeshare, you basically leverage your points that you have for the kind of timeshare you have. 
And then you use those points, divvy it up and find discounted places to utilize those points. And you've created more value out of the actual currency you pay for that timeshare. And I was like, that that's like, if you love being a, a deal finder, that this is like, this is like lottery. I mean, you, you just, you well, better you, than a lottery, right? Because you're, yeah. it's it, yeah. Cause it's not lottery where it's chance. It's like, you're no. taking this stuff and now you're, you're optimizing stuff. You're like a kid in a candy store. How about that? Yeah. 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 I mean, that I, I very much. And the fact you talked about a lockout unit where you have like two sides and you can divvy it up in, into two. One week and, becomes two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but you hit the, the key thing for me was what, so and I mentioned it is a lot of the negatives people say is you're stuck going to the same place year after year. That's not how you use flip it. that 180 is like, now it is not about going to the same place to go is trying, going to all these different places for me who, who, I mean, I like going to some places, but we like to explore. I'm like, Holy crap. That is awesome. Where now you have this thing and now you're leveraging in such a way that you're exploring in the episode if you get, listen to the episode, guys, he talks about how him and his wife are now using this to explore the world mm-hmm. by basically saying, okay, well, where we want to be at this time, or we want these kind of geographic care or not geographic, more geologic characteristics, whether there's a beach or a mountain or whatever. And then they end up on all these places and you get to see all this cool stuff. Like that yeah. brings in this element of novelty and adventure that I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And the people they meet are the ones happy with the timeshares, which I'm going to call them now prime shares. That sounds prime like shares. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best kind of sharing. <laughs> but but I'm thinking like physicians, that's the other half of like the towards the end of this, um, the, the episode he was we we're talking about how physicians are so perfect because the system kind of indoctrinates this workaholism, um, the sense of guilt for taking time off or, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if you have a prime or a timeshare that you, you basically need to plan in advance. And so it makes you put on the calendar. You're going to take time for yourself, for your spouse or your family or, or whatever, based on the fact that you, you want to utilize these points Maybe you can get more more weeks out of it, like he does. I mean, six, eight weeks. He could do more than that, depending on the discounted places uh, with the points you have for the timeshare. You probably don't ever go to, um, but I think it's real powerful to remind you know physicians that if you have the money and you can find a timeshare, which by the way doesn't have to happen at a resort when they're pressuring you. Um, there's all these online things at the end of his book. He mentions, he mentions a couple of them in the episode. You'll need to watch the episode, but you can buy it for pennies compared to what they're trying to sell the marked up rate to you for. Cause some people just may not have this experience with timeshares and they don't want the responsibility of paying for it every year and the maintenance fees. So they just rather get rid of it for almost nothing. Um, so if you're able to capture a timeshare and then, you know, schedule your time to make sure you get time away from work and take care of your own wellness, then you, you can maximize the value of that one time share in a million or not a million, but multiple ways, multiple ways. And the other part about it is that I enjoyed with, okay. So we're doing this discussion and I'm seeing that this is applicable at all these different stages 
of your career, right? Mm -hmm. So the advantage advantages of physicians, we have a crap ton of debt, but we yeah. also tend to have higher cash flow. Mm -hmm. So um, if you buy on the resale market rather than at the presentation, because it's estimated like, I can't remember, like 50 plus percent of the cost is based on the marketing in the mm -hmm. sales that these guys mm -hmm. do. And they're really good salespeople. That's mm -hmm. one thing. If you like sales, go to them and let's try to listen to what they're doing. Just don't <laughs> buy, um, do it on the resale market. So you can, and, uh, and, and sometimes, you know, obviously don't, if something's priced for a dollar, do a lot of research on it. Mm -hmm. Um, particularly in this day and age, as it was compared to like 30 years ago, uh, there's some criteria that he, that he covers some of them in the book, but there's, there's a lot more reading that you can do mm -hmm. on buying resale on the resale. But, but from a standpoint, from a physician is, okay, you have the cash flow, you can probably purchase something that may be five, six, 10, seven, eight, $15,000 at the most. I mean, mm -hmm. as compared to 20, 30, 40, 50,000 mm -hmm. when you're doing it uh, yeah. retail. And when you are earlier in your career, then maybe your scheduling isn't as flexible. Mm -hmm. So like, I think I mentioned in there, my wife and I both being physicians and during training, what forced us to do is we had our four weeks of training. And so at the, literally the first day of the, of the academic year, we scheduled all our vacations to make sure that we got, we got our vacations. Yeah. So this is ideal for that because now you can schedule all your vacations and you can start from there. Right. As, CME. With, huh? In your CME. In, like in, your, C, in your CME, you can use the CME weeks. Yeah. The, the next part though, is if you have kids, like young kids, young kids is more of a pain. You're going to want a larger space. If you've ever had little kids in a hotel room, it is not fun. Mm -hmm. um, or I should say it's not as much fun as having a lot of space, like a suite or whatever. Time shares are sit, sit that. So now if you have a young family, you can identify places that are going to have facilities that are actually enjoyable for you. Mm -hmm. And then what's even better is that I'm like, okay, well, once you start getting to empty nester stage, which is where we're going to, my daughter graduates this year and um, we have a lot more flexibility. Well, then the whole scheduling thing, like you want to make sure you, you put, your, you know, bank your weeks early, like he was talking about mm -hmm. and talks about in the book about how you deposit that and everything. But now your opportunity for flexibility goes up. Mm -hmm. So you can start looking at these things of, okay, well, you can schedule as well as looking, well, what's available next month, which you typically wouldn't do, because then you can get those, as he said, is, is the closer to the time that the, they would just want to fill them. And so these point values drop tremendously. Mm -hmm. And then the other part, finally, is where you live. So if you live in an area that is like San Diego or Florida, who have all these timeshare resorts, well, now the opportunities to get really, really like staycations, spur of the moment when they're thinking, I mean, I just get excited talking about now. I'm like, this was freaking brilliant. I mean, mm -hmm. and um, so it's, it's, it is something that we'll be looking into in the future, probably not, probably not this year. Um, but, but it will be definitely something I think about because in, in, in a retirement space, this becomes awesome, yeah. you know, um, cause the resort, the facilities that these timeshares tend to have are pretty nice, like filled with amenities. Yeah. They're filled with amenities and the rooms tend to be bigger. They tend to have a kitchen. They have all this, this stuff, um, that make it a very pleasurable stay. And I'm, I mean, I don't, I'm not a hostile stay, stay, stay here anymore. And I don't mind a basic hotel room, but if I'm going to stay a place for a week, having more space and being flexible. And we like the, you know, if you had a little kitchen and you can cook and heat stuff up, yeah. we'd actually like that. Cause yeah. Like you're at a home. Had a home. We always have leftovers and then you don't have to do with leftovers. So yeah. Yeah. I love it. 
I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sold on, on working on it next year sometime and, and see where, um, we could make this work. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, any, um, any other comments or anything before we close the episode? One, one last comment. Cause of course I always have a last comment and this is going to go, cause this is, <laughs> this deep dive is going to be after, um, we just did a deep dive on Dr. Eric Tate on the state of the, on, on the state of the economy. And in that it, we, when we did these episodes, we did them pretty close to each other when we did these recordings mm-hmm. and they're, they were very interesting to me as you got, you got Eric who plays it at a whole, and I talk about it in that deep dive, he plays at a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I remember we met, I think I was discussing with him maybe after the episode about potentially buying a business. And he was like, mm-hmm. immediately he was like, do this and do this. And then you're going to get private equity. And I was like, oh my God, that seems overwhelming. That's not at all what I wanted to do with this thing. <laughs> I just literally was looking at just basic cash flow, all that other stuff was overwhelming. And then you have, we talked to um, Corey. And again, he's a very positive thinker. He's always looking for opportunities, which I really, really enjoy. And the other part about it is, is, he has won the game. And what I mean is he recognizes he's won the game. And so he doesn't, he refuses to play anymore. Like, you know, so he's not looking to get 50 more apartments and he's not looking to do this. And, you know, he mentions how his mom, not his mom, his wife said, you know, why you could do that, but why would you do that? We already have more than enough money. And I, I really appreciated that kind of reminder is, it's just kind of, well, what is it that you actually want? Because if you're, if you think you need all this stuff and more and more and more and more, but you actually don't need more and more and more and more, the currency you're spending on that now is time. And that's the only non renewable resource that we have. So I, I, I really enjoyed that in seeing, you know, I, I love, I love having Corey on and just how he's like, you know, this is what we do. And I, you know, we don't, we, we, we recognize our time is the most important thing. And this is what we're going to do about it. And I was like, oh. That just that just seems ideal. I know there's somebody out there probably wants to be the next whoever, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, hopefully not crazy, whatever. And they're like, oh, I have to make a billion dollars. That's fine. That's not me. I really yeah. just I want to be comfortable. I want to be secure and I want to have my time. Um, and just being kind of reminded that there's there's people out there that aren't trying to optimize everything and squeeze everything out of every, you know, all this stuff. And rather just this is what I need, this is what I want. We got more than enough. I'm good. Was very very pleasing. One comment. Kudos out to Dr. Fawcett's wife. Oh yeah. Who knew which time to share the time? She wanted the time shares, but she didn't want to share the time with him getting into more real estate. Like yeah. you have to understand yourself and or your partner and recognize what is of more value to you. And yeah. Um, I just couldn't help that I went in my head right there. It's like, there's certain timeshare she was willing to do. <laughs> yeah. One was the legitimate timeshare versus sharing too much and spreading yourself thin. So, well, did they, I can't remember. He said that in that episode about like, okay, they, he, he was expecting her to say no to the timeshare. Yeah. She said yes. said yes. But then when he was in residency and he had all this opportunity to moonlight, mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, moonlight, moonlight, make all as much money as you can. And his wife's like, we don't have the time together as it is now. And so now, and so what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. I mean, man. She's got a good married, head on her shoulders. Yeah, holy moly. <laughs> Talk about a great partner right there. Yeah. Uh, keeping yeah. all that stuff in perspective. So anyway, that was a fun episode. Yeah, really supportive it. and realistic. So yeah. awesome. Well, cool. Well, take us out, Kevin. 
All right. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Change Physician Podcast, where you can learn about the mindset strategies and just interesting things that Melissa and I find interesting. <laughs> Real little conversations. We here. hope you agree. <laughs> we hope you agree. And just to kind of again focusing on them. There's so much more, and the more you're aware of these opportunities, these strategies, and mindsets, uh, and particularly the advantage that you have in with your medical knowledge, what you choose to do with that, uh, the more empowering it is. So we are here to help you. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me directly at drkevin at thechangephysician.com. You can join the, the community, whether you're a physician or a physician ally at thechangephysician.com. And until next time, stay well. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com.